Hello, dear listeners. It's time for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. We are an invention podcast, and we are going to invent something right now before your very ears. That's my brother, Mason, ass of titanium Williams. Uh, good. That's a good name for me. And that's my brother over there, Mm -hmm. Luke... Less ashamed, Williams. I'm going to say your actual no. username. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. We had a good... Like, I, I, I got to ask, this thing you're doing now where, like, instead of introducing yourself and then waiting for me to introduce myself, you're doing the thing where you introduce me and you're expecting me to introduce you. Are you doing that so that I don't bring up, once again, the specter of Jared Bodyglove, Williams? Uh, sure. <laughs> we could. We could totally... Totally not bring him up. He's not real, Luke. <laughs> so hey, Mason. Yes. And not anyone else. Um, are we are we gonna invent a thing? You got a thing? Do you know the thing? Um we could invent a thing. Uh, the thing that we should invent, if we do invent anything, yeah. would be a children's show. Okay. A children's show. Children's show, that's the topic. Okay, so we're going to invent a children's show. Uh, <laughs> ground rules. Um, we... The ground does rule, you're right. It, you could Fuck put all... yeah, the ground. You could put all kinds of, uh, awesome materials... For a children's show on ground, uh, mm-hmm. here's here's the here's the main thing I want to get this out of the way. Uh, I am down for some improvisational funny hahas about the medium that is a children's show, and there is a certain uh, hilarity to something just being a little bit off. Like it just seems like something sort of encoded, like there's a cult or or something behind. What's going but on you don't want to do Happy Tree Friends. I don't want to do Happy Tree Friends, and I don't want to make any like jokes about this being like, oh, here we're gonna fuck in front of your kids, because uh, like anything like that or anything like like pedophile jokes, like let's just let's just not let's let's keep yeah. the sexy content out for the most part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm fine with that ground rule. That is a good ground rule to have. Mm. Okay, so what do we want to teach children? Well, do, well, hang on. Do we have to educate them? Nah. Well, I mean, the other thing is, that, I mean, maybe we do have to educate them because children's brains are sponges. Um, and Let's teach them that. <laughs> teach them that their brains are literally sponges. All right, there's the first. No, there's already a show about a sponge. It's very popular, and there's memes. We can't do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. a good point. What I, what I'm saying is, whatever we put in, like any any show, is going to have a message, whether you intend it to or not. That's whether true. that message is like, hey, A B C, or hey, 
here are these characters acting in a way that is funny. Whenever you see people acting this way, it is funny. And like, let's reinforce the culture that we are in. Ooh, like, ooh, that's... ooh. Now, here's a question. Do we do we like the concept of like bait and switching kids or like uh mis misleading kids with uh turning certain uh, uh messages on their heads? Like for example, somebody throws a ball at another character and hits them and they fall down. That's that's funny, you laugh at that, right? Mm-hmm. Then you show it again. You show a ball hitting the cre- the thing, and the other the other thing, and, and that the person falls down, and that's funny. And mm-hmm. then like you throw the ball, and it like breaks a window. <laughs> and then like just just is breaking a window funny? Is is this a sudden turn? Is this well, story driven? Breaking a window like... can in fact be funny though, depending on how you play it. That's true. Oh my god. Breaking a window would be very funny if then the house screamed. <laughs> okay, but like <laughs> You are very right. <laughs> oh no! Okay. I didn't I didn't look out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. We can't like we can't just scream for an hour. We, we can't. No. <laughs> okay. No. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Stone face. Stone face. Need to be able to talk. Stone face. Okay. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> oh God! It's still funny. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. Damn it! Don't make any noises. Damn okay. it! Damn you! Fuck. Mm. Ch- <sighs> children. For the children. <laughs> I'm picturing it in my head. We lost him. We lost him, everybody. God damn it, do the podcast without me. Just okay. mute me. I can't. Okay, jelly beans. A bunch of uh, colorful jelly beans. They live in a, a farm together and... Oh, there's a, a brother and a, a sister and a, a uncle, <laughs> and uh, they they it's called Jelly Bean Land. Um, whoo! Uh, I got this. I got this. Jelly Bean Land. Hmm. Um, and then someone someone eats eats them. Mason, I'm 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 dr- I'm drowning. See this this is why we need the both of us to do the podcast. Yeah, Jelly. Jelly bean land was shit. When I'm not here, this is what you get is you get the jelly beans. And when Luke's not here, I just like, I would go on for like half a straight hour about the house screaming (laughs) and about the house's internal anatomy and like its blood and its organs and whether or not it feels the degree of its own intelligence, like what breaking of the window is analogous to on a human body, like yeah, we should definitely not. We should definitely <laughs> we not, should do, not that. do that. Fuck. But talking about going off on a on a long tangent, uh-huh. why don't you go ahead and give slice me off a bit of flavor of that that Teletubby rat you were talking about? Okay, okay. Uh, so you remember the Teletubbies? I do. 
Yeah, no, the reason that you remember the Teletubbies and I remember the Teletubbies, just talking to mm. our listeners here, yeah. Luke and I used to watch the Teletubbies religiously. I, I should notes. point out, we were teenagers. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. I we still were teenagers, and we were sober. Love them. Yep, it was it was not to mock it. It was we... Well, I mean, that was... It was also sort of, like, a sign of, of madness that we were, like, looking for encoding that wasn't there. Like, we were we were trying to decipher patterns and such, I think. Well, I mean, I, I do believe that the, the patterns are there, is the thing. Like, if you look at the Teletubbies, if you watch a couple of episodes front to back, mm-hmm. like, you do see how they represent the classical four temperaments, uh, i.e. the four humors, the four elements, what have you. You got right. four of them, and yeah. in order, from smallest to largest, Poe, who yeah. is fire... Lala, who is air, Dipsy, who is water, and Tinky Winky, who is earth. Okay. And, like, they they each, again, just represent the four elements associated with the four humors, which are in turn associated with the four elements. You've got uh, Poe, who's wild and active. Fiery passion. Fiery passion. She's got the scooter, and she'll get on the scooter, and they'll speed up the footage, so she's zooming around all over the place. Pretty much a Harley. Yeah. And you got Lala, who's very feminine, sings all the time, hence the name Lala. She's mm. got the ball, which is a thing that you play with, but also like it, you play with like like it's a friend in and of its own right. And you use it to play with others. It's a very social thing. Lala's very gregarious. I would say kind of blasé, a little bit airheaded. Uh, sure, sure. Then you got Dipsy. Dipsy, uh... Weird thing about Dipsy is his face is different varieties of brown depending on the episode. Mm-hmm. Like the other Teletubbies, they're pretty consistently white, yeah. like very, very pale Caucasian white on their faces. Dipsy's face alternates like between espresso brown yeah. to like latte brown, depending es- on. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? I, like I, like I don't think it's a tan. <laughs> no, I, I no. think I think that's like they had to switch out the costumes at some point and thought it was like maybe too different or something. Well, I mean, the question is if we could find the filming dates of the episodes. Are the lighter brown faces? Are they the newer episodes shot or the older episodes? Hmm. Tell tell Which me about that. Did they go that? dipsy character though but yeah dipsy dipsy's cool dipsy is the only teletubby that i would really describe as being cool he he does the dance he's got the funky hat Hat, which you gotta have a hat 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 hat, hat, yeah that's that's his thing and unlike lala where her ball is basically it exists so that she can invite others to play with her dipsy's Mm. hat and the dance that he does that's just like him grooving right And Dipsy, I would say, very laid back, mm-hmm. very passive, very phlegmatic. I love what he does with his arms all the time. Just, mm. <laughs> yeah, again, very yeah. cool. He's the coolest of them, which... He's the Raphael. Yes. No. No. <laughs> He's... No. Fuck. No. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> No, like, again, going back to the the Ninja Turtles, fucking, okay, 
Poe is Raphael. Okay. Okay. So you're suggesting he's Michelangelo? Dipsy's yes, a, he's clearly Michelangelo. He's the party dude. More of a party dude. Yeah, that's true. He's he is the party, party dude. dude. Okay. okay. Tinky Winky uh, is like the the most is uh, the biggest of them and the most adult. People got on Tinky Winky's case saying Tinky Winky was gay. No, mm-hmm. Tinky Winky's not gay. Tinky Winky's got the bag, like the little man purse thing going. But uh, keep in mind, they're European. They're from Britain, right? The little yeah. man man bag. They're cool with that. Yeah. Uh, that satchel is a mark of being organized, right? T- Tinky Winky is like, he's got his shit locked down. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just, it's the four temperaments. It's like, it's right there in the thing. Now, I'm I'm, I'm still struggling with what Nunu, the vacuum cleaner, represents. Mm. It's more of like a, like a, uh, a side character. Like, like it, he's, he's the pan. Well, I mean, he's the pet, but also at the same time, he's sort of like the nanny who cleans up after them. So it's sort of the dual role of, is this an authority figure who's in charge of how we live? Or is this just like the non-human pet-like thing that we we pull tricks on because we can? You know what's pretty amazing about Do Nunu? Do they own Nunu? I, I don't think that they do, and I would have loved, I would have loved a side plot that could have developed the Nunu story a little bit. Like, if he broke mm-hmm. down at some point and they had to put some gears in him or something. But that's, like, yeah. too cerebral for what was going on. Like, all of the all of the elements of, of Teletubbies' stories are always, like, sort of pre-scripted, like, oh, they wanted some custard, so they ate some custard. Like, it's, it's prob- probably how that goes. Or it's a dance, or it's watching kids... Twice. I want a bowl like they had their tubby custard in where it's like made of surgical tubing and mm. like you suck the custard up through the straw that is what makes up the bowl. Hey, dude, me me too. Uh, what, what was amazing about Nunu, though, um, <laughs> was that that is the laziest of puppeteering. It is <laughs> just like a wire that someone is like moving around to move the eyes around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that is all of the expression, and yet, we always seem to get a little bit of humanity out of, but not too much, mm-hmm. out of out of Nunu, because he's got those eyes in the first place. He's looking around. He's like the dog, like he's got s- some character to him. But then here's the other thing, like you say, nanny, mm-hmm. cleaning up for them. But the nanny would generally be like an authority figure of some of some level. It's still an adult that you would look up to but this unless is we're smaller. talking peter pan where the nanny is also a dog um sure was that a thing i don't remember yeah in like in the disney version at least of uh peter pan uh like their nanny was a saint bernard i don't remember that but okay um but anyway uh so so nunu as uh-huh essentially like a robot and <laughs> someone cleaning up after them that's providing a valuable service at very least like a janitorial staff you'd still like have some level of appreciation for them and like hopefully and yeah i mean they loved nunu but they just decide to like chase him around for a while until they get tired and then they fall down and then maybe give him a hug yeah and it's like 
the dynamic is a very unclear. Like, I definitely get what you're saying about, like, I don't get his place. Okay, so here's here's the thing. A lot of children's entertainment, it's not clear what the nature is of the creatures you're watching. Like, very often you will have cartoon characters, and I'm extending this to, like, every cartoon character. There are very many cases where you're not sure what the nature is of the consciousness of this being like was this thing born does it have parents where did they come from what does it eat what does that mean like uh i mean everything like food mascots right you see cartoon food mascots and you're thinking you're offering me yourself up to eat mr peanut what are you doing or like like, the Cars movie. I could go on for an hour about, like, the Cars movie. Where did the cars come from? Where do baby cars come from? Like, how was their society created in the first place? Like, anytime you have a cartoon character that is divorced in some way from reality, there are always going to be unanswered questions about the nature of that creature. Speaking about Cars, did you catch the thing where... Um, I guess it was like one of the creative directors or, or something like that. Uh, very much responsible for Cars. Waits until Cars three to 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 drop this tidbit. But someone I guess asked like, "Hey, so um, how come there aren't any humans getting in these cars?" And and his response was akin to I don't remember the exact wording, but it was akin to like, "Oh no, because if you open up the door, you're just, just like a brain." <laughs> <laughs> say that you just so many more questions here's an issue i have with cars 2 okay specifically cars 2 uh at one point in cars 2 there is a motor oil like drink like it's in a martini a giant martini glass Ugh. and mater drinks that drink right so so the cars they drink motor oil i guess like okay. that makes sense to me like okay cars uh drink motor oil then later in the movie they go to japan and there's like a bunch of stuff out there japanese food and there's wasabi and like mater with his big pink inexplicably fleshy tongue he slurps up the wasabi because he thinks it's ice cream and oh no comedy like my mouth is on fire that's so not pistachio why why would a car organism both drink oil and gasoline but then turn around and eat wasabi and ice cream. Like, are they organic or not? And mm. that I can understand them doing the one in the one movie and the other in the sequel, but this is like within 15 minutes of each other. I don't know. I'd have to check the runtime. But why is Mater eating motor oil and ice cream with the same mouth? A valid point. L- let us pivot. Um, Please. I... I want to get a little bit into a construction of an actual children's show. However, uh, I think a more relevant point for kind of what's going on in the scene right now is uh-huh. what was the last, like, early childhood show you've seen? Like, what's 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 playing right now? Like, I'm not talking about our, our Adventure Times or our, 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 our Steven Universes, which are clearly an older child uh, audience. Well, I mean, uh, that's the thing. What's our age group we're aiming for? Because if we're going for, like, the Teletubbies crowd, are we aiming this at, like, toddlers? I am very much interested in the, like, two to four range. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, there is like a show about ten kids that live in a windmill. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, like they all have names like beginning with like different letters of the alphabet. Like, there's an A and a B and a C, and then the J is like Baby Jack. And every episode, like they start going into the windmill, and you see the family. But then Baby Jack, he goes on like his fantasy sequence where he like goes under the ocean or he goes and visits the dinosaurs or whatever. And then he comes back and he comes back to the actual home where they live in the windmill and the show ends. And I forget what it's called, but Whoa. I know that this exists Whoa. because my neighbors have kids and mm. I exist in proximity to them. Mm. Okay. Now, what was your take on the entertainment value of that show for a kid. Uh, I don't know why they watch it. It's dumb as fuck. And the animation is incredibly creepy because they do the thing where they're like cutting out like the moving video footage of the kid's head and then putting it on like animated body. And I'm like, no, I don't. Oh, is it like I, a? Mi- I don't want this. Is it a mixed media thing, like live action picture of a human, and then yeah, like, no, anim- this is this is live Ew. action, but then they do like collage shit with it Ew, in order to have yeah. him go into the. Yeah, no, it's actually very unnerving. Yeah, that sounds no good. So okay, we're, we okay here. This this raises an important question. We want to go in a direction that is colorful and sure. visually intriguing and appealing. Um, that that much is clear. Uh, pretty much, I, I think textural is also important. Like, I think it's it serves the Teletubby medium well that there was, like, astroturf everywhere. And, like, mm. they looked like soft, fuzzy, cute creatures. There's bunnies and there's flowers. Like, it's not just pleasant. It's also, like, you want to reach out and touch it, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's they, I think their, that's part of that. Their house was under a hill. Like, they had a hobbit thing oh, going on. Oh, it was on. so good. I just want to visit and hug Dipsy. How eco-friendly and is not any of the other three? What you don't want to hug? Poe? No, I'll, I'll I'll hug them all. It's a big hug. This what they're. they're oh, okay, you know. okay. Fuck, Mary, kill, hug the four Teletubbies. What are your choices? Oh, I think I could do this relatively easily. Uh, jeez, I gotta go. Fuck Poe. <laughs> yeah, I could get into that. Yeah, I gotta go kill Lala. Sure, sure. She is kind of um, annoying. And hug Tiki Winky and, and Mary Dipsy. This was not hard, no. All right, all right. Okay, yeah. same question, Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Weren't we going to make a kid's show, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it won't, it, won't take, it won't take a minute. Let me let me think this one through. Um, uh, Mary Donatello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't want to kill any of them. I guess kill Michelangelo. What? Like, he's the party dude. Yeah, but he's the dumbest. <laughs> Granted. And that's horrible. I don't want to kill... Like I said, I don't want to kill any of them. Um. So what does that leave me? Fucking Mary? Yeah, uh, I believe... No. Well, no. Um, no, fucking... And hug. Hug. Fucking hug. <laughs> you need to hug. I need to... I mean, I guess I'm fucking Raphael and hugging the leader. Just a respectful hug for the leader. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Raphael, I, I, you're rude. Bend over. I, I respect your choices. Yeah? Uh, okay. Wanna, wanna do a kid's show? Uh, okay. So, a kid's show 
where we force them to confront the realities of non-human characters and whether they would hug them or not. <sighs> no. Okay, this actually raises another important question here. Um, should we try to get in some, like, wholesome messages and shit, or are we just going for... Okay, okay, hit Something. me with the top three lessons. Like, okay, you've got a whole group of three- and four-year-olds. Their spongy brains will pick up whatever you're putting down. Give me three lessons that you would give to those three-year-olds in order to better better the future society. Go. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, different people's differences make them special, and that's okay. Okay, awesome. Good lesson. Give me another two. Uh, lesson number two, I'm going to go sharing is good. Sharing is good. Like it. Love it. Good. Good message. And uh, final message. Final message. Uh, respect boundaries, I guess. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's Not a, the one I expected, but it's a good lesson. Less. It's kind of more obscured. That one's a difficult that's an obscure lesson respecting boundaries is an obscure concept it's more that it's um difficult to express but it's also still pretty important because i mean like there's plenty of kids that need to understand boundaries and Mm. they also under need they need to understand where their own boundaries are in terms of like learning the the language to tell other people where their boundaries are Okay, so those oh, you know what? Lessons... Hang on, hang oh, on, what? hang on. I know I said those were my three, but I didn't even. None of those require much emotional intelligence, like understanding why you might be upset. Or okay, so like I that. will allow you a fourth. Okay, um, we experience different emotions, and that's okay. Okay, awesome. So those four lessons. Give it to me like bullet point form. What are the four lessons? We got differences special. Sharing. Sharing. Respect boundaries. Emotions. Yeah. Okay. So we're baking those four core principles, core lessons, into the setting, into the characters of this show. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to try and base the four characters off of those four principles? And subsequently also base them off of the four temperaments, the four elements, etc. Yes, I think we can do this. Okay, okay so, uh, hang on, let me get a piece of paper. Yeah, this one actually d- deserves charting out a little bit. Okay, so our four temperaments, what are the four classic temperaments? I want, a, got... bir- I want a bird. I want a bird in there. That's, we can make one of them a bird. Just... Okay, cool. Okay, so what are what were the lessons again? Let's start with that before we lose them. Okay, so it was differences di- are special. Differences are special. I'm just gonna put diff. Yeah, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure diff is enough information for that. Uh, sharing is good. Share, share, sharing. You should share. Um, yes. There was. Oh God, I forget already. <laughs> uh, boundaries. Boundaries. Bound. Gift, and, share, found, and emotion. In, and inside out. <laughs> or, <laughs> inside or, out. Or the emoji movie. No, I'm just putting I-O. Okay. Fuck the emoji movie. Okay. Now, the four temperaments. We have party dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, leader. 
does machines. Mm-hmm. And um uh attitude attitude. Okay. Now we touched on Nanolan once. We did. Nanolan is the shit. But that makes me want to tie this back in like I'm a I'm big into the puppet thing going on with Nanolan. Um we're going puppets? Well, I don't want to necessarily go puppets because the the giant suits is like serves the brand really well, right? Um, you could take the full human feet figure and then turn it into a plushie. You can have it show up at a birthday party. Okay, okay, hang on. That, that's one of our differences, my dude. Sesame Street style, we can have one person who's like in a suit, like Big Bird, and then right up next to them, puppet style and they celebrate their differences i'm big you're little we can each accomplish different things okay so are we gonna go further than that we got we got a puppet we got a humanoid you want to just do a human human and then the fourth one is like cell shaded animated and composited into the scene and like each of them can accomplish different things because each of them is to a different degree real Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Now, here's a legitimate question since we're already getting kind of conceptual with the, their varied reality, which I love. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the human is the most, like, it's actually a, like a spectrum of, of real. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm writing all of these down in, like, four bullet points. Humanoid, human, puppet. And animated. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we got to match these up. We've got our four values. Hold, We've got hold, our four hold up, roles. Hold up. Hold up. Hold okay. up. Before, before we get too deep. Um, I'm so since, deep in it already. Since we're getting kind of conceptual, this is what I was going to say. Be, since we're getting kind of conceptual, are we going to encode anything into this? Uh, because if we are, we need to sort of plan that right from the from the start. Buy Pepsi. No, I'm not saying encoding like that. I'm saying by like, Squarespace. I'm saying like, do we want there to be, uh, like a conspiracy video based off of some some stuff that you can find in the background? Or something? I'm gonna say yes. We're gonna throw that in there. But here's the twist. Even if you go through and, like, with your adult-level intelligence, you pick apart all the little tiny clues, the message you come out with at the end is just, like, differences are good and sharing again. <laughs> like, it just brings you right back to the same lessons that you should have learned when you were three. Oh and you my didn't, God. and now you're a shitty adult, and you're picking out these clues in this children's show. Well, you know what? Go back to kindergarten and learn about sharing. And that somewhere there's an adult that is just leans more towards conspiracy theories with like the threads pinned across the room and they finally decode, <laughs> they decode <laughs> the message and they're just like, but, but no, it can't be that simple. <laughs> it's like, no, it is like share your shit. Like that red yarn that you got on your cork boards, somebody else needs it. Like they're halfway done knitting a sweater. Share with your friend. Yeah, that 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 neighbor that you're racist towards, yeah, that that's special and okay. Weren't you listening? <laughs> Fuck, this is good. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so that that can just exist in the final product. We're still at the early stages. Let's let's see. Yeah, let's break down the characters some. Okay. So I got my 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 four values. I got my four personality types. I got my four what the characters are. So we're gonna go across and we're gonna match these up. Okay. So first off, differences is good. What archetype of personality does that match with his differences is good is that the party dude is that the leader is that the does machines or is that the attitude differences are good differences are good is it like uh i mean it, like i'm just associating with the ninja turtles and then like the person who would be wise enough to know all of these lessons feels like it would be actually no it's no, splinter I'm... Yeah, Splinter well, is the wise one. We're not going for wisdom here. Yeah. We're going for Ninja Turtles. Come on. Well, he's sweeping the floor, obviously. Yeah. He's sweeping the floor and giving him they... their tubby custard, their pizza-flavored tubby custard. Until they chase him around the sewer and give him a big hug. Exactly. So I think that sharing makes sense for uh, Party Dude because he's the one who orders the pizzas all the time. Yes, okay, so I'm linking those up. Sharing goes to party dude all right uh you know what i'm gonna link up leader with real life human because i want that to be the case yeah i think well hold up hold up hold up oh. uh, was was that not some uh what's the word for like humanocentric like granted like um, are we gonna be the superior race of these four Far be it from me to be humanocentric. Perhaps we should be led by a Muppet. <laughs> if the Muppet is like Elvin, then sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I will forego that link I was drawing. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not actually disagreeing. It probably makes sense that that is the voice that's most reasonable that kids would listen to because it's a human <laughs> So I think you should actually make that that okay. Line, yeah. So I'm gonna link that up, and you know what? I'm also gonna link up leader with I'm gonna say emotional intelligence, like knowing that other actually, people what they're feeling. I was gonna say um, that that would probably go with cool but rude, uh, because that would probably be the the arc that always gets learned. Like he, you know. Okay. Hot temp, hot tempered moment. They have to come back and remember, like, like oh yeah, emotions. Oh, I'm feeling angry, but my friend is being sad, so I need to cool it with my anger so I can help my friend who's sad. Yeah, okay. So I'm gonna link up emotions with attitude. Okay. Okay. So uh, leader is that differences are awesome, or is that respect boundaries? Differences are awesome. Respect boundaries. I would think that um, it makes sense for him to be respect boundaries because um, of the discipline it takes to lead. He would understand that, like, oh, you need to know your limits, basically. You need to respect other people. Yeah, okay. So yeah. leader goes to boundaries, which means that differences are good goes to does machines which that's the person who's the nerdy weird looking one because they do machines 
Yeah, so differences, they're the ones that understand and appreciate the differences between the different people and the different other characters they might encounter, and they also have, like, the analytical mind for figuring that out. Okay, so okay. that person who is the analytical nerd type who figures out what differences, like, why people are different and how that's good, is that person the guy in a suit, the Muppet, or the animated character? I'm leaning towards either animated or person in a suit, and here's why. Okay. Um, I think it makes sense for that person is going to have the 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 biggest uh, issue with being the most different because they're the least real if they go animated, mm. or if they're human esque but not human. Okay. You know, I don't know okay. if we're gonna work the angle of they wish they were human or what. We might. We might. Let's look at the other options. We've got the party dude who's into sharing. Is that the humanoid, the puppet, or the animated? I think puppet, for sure. Puppet. I think you just throw shit out left and right, and it'd be hilarious. Yeah, no, like Cookie like, Monster style. Yeah, yeah or, or, or like Swedish chef making you meatballs, but does so by throwing them at you. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the emotions character... Yeah. Uh, who's like, oh, I have empathy for other people's emotions and I feel very strong emotions myself. That's the right. an attitude person, the person yeah. who's hot-blooded. I'm going to say animated. That's no-brainer to me. That's the cartoon. Um, Is it? It was that or the or the humanoid, well, right? The, the animated character was going to have the widest range of emotions. They're going to be able to flip out the best. So it makes sense to me that that would be the hot-blooded character. Yeah, I guess so. I okay. Guess so so, so that that Fair. leaves the humanoid as the... As the differences in does machines. Right, okay. Okay, so our four characters are... We've got uh, the human, who I would say is going to be the, you know, character you empathize with the most. They're the leader of the group, and their lesson that they know really well and they help you learn is boundaries and respecting each other's personal space right and then you got the humanoid who's like a dude in a suit or maybe like a dude with elf ears on or something that's a person clearly but like also maybe partly non-human that is the person who has the does machines the analytical mind and they're the one who sees the differences but also sees that those differences are what makes us strong and special and right. allows us to do new cool shit I, I, I would hold up. I yep. would also interject that there should be a bit of a robotics angle there. I'm cool that, with it. That like they're the tinkerer. Um, okay. Okay. So they're kind of Borg like maybe like they they got like some cool prosthetic stuff on them. I'm feeling like I'm feeling that like at very least they're the they're the one that is uh you know always working on something in the workshop, uh but. In terms of friendliness, we're still making this, you know, I don't know if Cyborg Man is going to work for the two to four range. That's fair. <laughs> um, I think it's got to be... So I'm thinking more like an inventor type. Yeah. Like mad scientist-y kind of thing. The optics have to be somewhere between uh, Big Comfy Couch Clown and Pokeroo, mm. uh, but also, yeah, probably like a grandpa, but like... Yeah, I'm okay with grandpa. We can get yeah. some elderly figures in here. It's not to say that kids can't identify with those characters, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. And we want to, we want to like, 
I'd be able to get them in with that. Okay, then we got the puppet, the Muppet type, type character. He's the party dude. He's sharing everything he's got. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm having a party. But you know, it's not a party unless you're also sharing with me. Unless we're both having a good time, that's not a party. If I'm the only one having a good time, that's not a party. That's just me being a dick. Right. So, I'm going to share with everybody. Sharing is cool on the party, dude. And then finally, we got like the Roger Rabbit. We got the animated character who's flipping out all over the place because he's real hot blooded. He feels emotions. But because he feels his emotions so strongly, because he runs so hot, he's the best able to empathize with other people's emotions. He's the one who understands what anger and happiness and sadness are. And when he sees the other characters being down, he's the first one to say, hey, I see you're down. I have empathy for you because I've felt down in the past. Let me help you um we have a problem shit what i've been thinking about it Uh uh-huh uh i think we might have almost remade today's special unintentionally you're kind of right yeah um (laughs) um okay didn't see that one coming I really uh, didn't. Uh, okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Just because we managed to have like <laughs> four characters of four different mediums uh, and yeah, personalities. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna call bullshit that we invented today's special. I don't think that's the case because like. Uh, mannequin Jeff jumping around. He doesn't do machines. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some differences, but it, a surprising amount of similarity uh, as a coincidence. Well, I mean, um, there's only so much. Like, there's hundreds upon thousands of children's shows. We're gonna overlap a little. Yeah, but I mean, even when I was channeling the thought of, oh, well, the humanoid one. Sorry, not the humanoid. The human one is going to be the voice of reason. I was channeling that straight from either Sesame Street or Today's Special and not even thinking about it. Mm. Um, But anyway. But I mean, it um, makes sense, though. Like, the human is is the one who's not going to be able to survive a 50-story fall, whereas the animated guy's probably going to be okay. So it seems to me like the the human made of meat is going to be the voice of reason, like, 99% of the time. Hmm. So... Here's another question. Are we going to go uh, something uniform and colorful, like Teletubbies, or we want to have them all be, like, very different? I'm going to say have them be very different, but at the same time, I want some unifying design aesthetic. Like, maybe they all have, like, the same kind of badge or something. I think I know where this is going. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got a setting for you. Oh, hit me. Space... Space, love it. Yes, space. Space is good. And that, you know, future-proofs the kids. We want to get the kids interested in space and thinking like, you know what, in the future we're going to live in space. I want kids interested in space. Boom, we put it in space. Love it. Yes, space. Mm -hmm. Tinkerer, don't even need to excuse it. Doesn't have to be a weird, like, oh, it's not like a Teletubbies man the controls, Poe. Like, no, you can explain tinkering because ship. Uh, (laughs) and like they're gonna encounter alien shit and he's gonna be the one to be like oh uh we're having some problems with this alien goo well fortunately i came up with this ray gun that'll fix our alien goo problem but then emotions guy is like wait no i sense it's afraid don't shoot it with the ray gun 
And then Party Dude is like, hey, we found these minerals on this asteroid. Maybe they want to share that. Oh, they do. Sweet mineral party. And then they all have a dance party. Um, I was thinking that that, uh, that uh, sh- you know, share happy, uh, hospitable party puppet friend is uh-huh. our cook. Love it. Yes, he's the Neelix. Yeah, that's our Neelix. Um, Neelix slash Quark. <laughs> yes, Neelix. Well, like Quark is to... Quark the party dude? <laughs> he facilitates the party. <laughs> okay, all right. So Sorry, we've got but... our four-person crew uh, of a human, a humanoid, a Muppet, and an animated character traversing the galaxy, finding new you know, people and new civilizations making first contact with them and then like learning a lesson every episode. Human captain. Human that captain. Works. Yeah. Um jeez. God damn it. This is good. I know. Why did we do a good thing again? I hate when we make good things. Ah, uh, fuck. All right, I want a bird. yeah no you mentioned we need a bird okay bird is the new new we have like a little bird who flies around the thing and it's not really a character per se but it's cleaning out like the atmospheric recyclers and also they have fun with it they chase it around and then they fall down but they don't fall down because the gravity turns off at the last second and then they're like whoa and they get buoyed up back from the floor again and they're like i sure am glad we programmed that subroutine in i would hurt myself oh could we have a song of course we can have... What do you mean, can we have a song? We can have a song every episode. Come on. Mm. But, like, I'm trying to imagine how the song plays out. Like, do they all play instruments as well? Or do you just say, like, computer, play us, a, play us the sharing song? No, no, they definitely all play instruments. All right. All right. And what? that's part of the differences that they share is they play different instruments that they're individually good at, but then they come together and they make the music together because you got the drummer. He's real good at playing the drums, but no one wants to listen to a drum solo forever. You go on to bring in the one guy who has the uh, the guitar. He's real good at guitar. But then, hey, if you just got that, you got no words. There's no message to the song. There's no rhyme. You bring in the other person who's really good at singing, and we celebrate our differences as a group together and we sing songs about friendship mm. i think that the bass instruments should be sort of established too that like certain things are better for certain people i think you got uh i think you got drum machine noisemaker percussive stuff happening with the tinkerer okay uh, hang on hang on hang on i'm doing another row here so right. the tinkerer goes to drums all right yeah i think that you got some sing-songy operatic silliness happening with the puppet uh, puppet cook because of course, la di da di da, right? Okay, so puppet goes to sing. All right, mm-hmm. and you you have your uh, the uh, animated one is gonna have much more of the uh, the improvisational thing. I think he's more like a sax or something. Uh, well, no, like sax sax is good, but uh. Sax, you really can't do that much with it. Like, I'm going to say give the sax to the human, and then the animated guy, he's got, like, whacked-out kitar that he can do all sorts of crazy effects on. Kitar is good. Kitar also opens... Kitar is very good. Kitar opens the genre up to, eh, everything. Uh, Yeah, exactly. So you've got the human being playing the sax, and they're playing a real live sax. 
like they that this human being, whatever actor we find, they are actually going to have to play the saxophone. Ditto with the uh, does machines playing the drums. That's a human in a yeah. suit. They've got to well, be able to play the drums. That's the easiest one to fake, though, because whatever like machines might also help him drum. Those could be like little puppety things of like, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. But anyway, then, then you um, got the puppet, and they're the singer, and they're the one who's just expressing themselves in song. They rhyme, and they're kind of goofy, so their rhymes are kind of goofy because the songs are almost always fun. And then you got the animated guy, and he's the one who brings the fire. He's like playing his guitar. There's weird ass visual effects going around, and he can basically make whatever sound out come out of that thing he wants. Oh god. Okay, we just need a little bit more. Um we need names. This is so and good. Okay, we, we need, need names. Names and we need a name of the show. Um okay. human should, ha- should human should have a very perfectly normal name. Yes. Like like Daniel or something. Like like we've got the gradation of weirdness here. So we need to start normal and go gradually weirder. So right. our human being who's the leader who plays the sax who enforces boundaries. Uh, Daniel, are we good with Daniel? Captain Daniel. Wait, hang on. Do we want to make him a dude? Ah, uh, no, we do not. Mm. That is definitely a female captain, at yes. least. Or, or, just androgynous. Don't got to talk about it. Okay, okay. Just gender neutral kind of person, and we we don't ever have to address it at all. You just refer to them as Captain. Like, we don't need a gender in there. So, what's a good gender-neutral name? <laughs> well, my mind went to Pat, but... Yeah, no. Gene. Uh, uh, and then just, you never spell it. So, it's either J-E-A-N, <laughs> in which case it would be a woman, or G-E-N-E, in which case it would be a man. And just, like, whenever you go to see it, there's, like, like a potted plant in front of it. And then you just, <laughs> they just say it, but you don't I, get to see like- how it's spelled. I like how tongue-in-cheek that is, but, like, even for scripting purposes, I think it should just be, like, G-N. Okay, okay. It's space. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's true. That's Wait, true. Wait, that, is, that, is that our most human name, though? No, it is. I, I, I think we can go more human and more, um, uh, let's see. What are some good... Alex is a good... Alex, uh, I was thinking Alex, yeah. Sam, we because it can be short for uh, Samuel or Samantha. Let's let's go Alex. I like Alex. We're going so with Captain Alex? Alex. Okay. Alex Alexander the Great, absolutely Alex. Captain Alex, Captain just Alex. a little, a little bit neutral. Oh, and we don't have colors for these yet, but I'm assuming he's blue because Leonardo. Uh, we can go blue for Alex. Sure, yep. Alex. Blue. Okay, then uh, next down in level of wackiness is our humanoid character who does machines and celebrates the differences that we all have, and plays the drums. I'm thinking of like. Three syllable semi fantasy esque sort of name like yeah because we got like this is a like an older race like an elf kind of thing and they can be hundreds of years old and that's why they know all of these different things. Ted, I'm feeling tease. Tejanda. That's that's a little too inhuman. What, Tijanda is inhuman? You're telling me there's nobody in the history of human history no, who's the name Tijanda? I'm, I'm, a- I'm, I'm thinking more like uh, Tugsworth or something. Tugsworth! Okay, yeah, Tugsworth. Fuck it. 
Dugsworth, color. Color. I don't want to go purple because, I don't know, I'm not picturing purple. I'm picturing like gray and gray? maybe hints of green. Gray and green. I'm good with gray and green. Okay. Gray green. Okay. Are we not going with like bold primary colors? Because, I mean, okay, maybe this isn't two to four. Maybe this is four to eight or something. I'm yeah, okay no, I, I think we're we're a little past toddler here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tugsworth. I'm fine with Tugsworth being gray. Yeah. Okay, so our puppet, who's the party dude, who shares and sings. I mean, I like orange or purple or something there. Uh, I'm going to go purple. Because yeah, I'm thinking okay. visually something kind of like telly, but not perpetually depressed. Yeah, I like some telly. I like some telly going on here. He's okay. just like, hey, welcome. <laughs> okay, so we've got a T, we've got an A. We can't reuse the primary num letters here. So Tugsworth, Alex, and the puppet is... Uh, I'm I'm not coming up with much. Like, are Carla. We... Carly. Car Carly? I, I do want to go female for the puppet. Okay, yeah. That's more... I like I like that. I like that. Carly? Uh, I'm going to spell it K-A-R-L-I. Yeah, I like that. Okay. okay. Carly? And then our hot-blooded animated person who's all about empathy and understanding emotions and who plays the whack-ass guitar. Hmm. Uh, Doug. <laughs> no. Uh, that's, that he's got to be the one with the weirdest name. Like. But at the that, same time, not like Mr. Mitzel Pidlick. Like, we don't want to make this a tongue twister. No, and I, I don't want it to sound too much like a, a medication, but like. You know what? Uh, no, I don't, I don't want to have a whack-ass name. Uh, because, uh, we've got Tugsworth, we've got Alex, we've got Carly, uh, those are all two-syllable names. Do we want to go two-syllable, or do we just want to go one? I was thinking one. Like, we want something that's just a shell, a, a shout, rather, like a yelp. What if it was, what if it was repeated single easy syllable? Like, Ooh. Yaya. Do you like Yaya? I like Yaya. Okay. Yaya, uh, and are we going orange, are we going red, are we going yellow? I think orange makes the most sense if we already have a purple. So we got blue, purple, orange, and gray. Blue, yeah, red. yeah, is orange. And then finally, the little maintenance bird. What's its name and color? Fucking... F flit? Flit? Like flitter? Flit. I like flit. And... Sounds, sounds like a racial slur. Well, I mean, anything is a racial slur if you use it wrong enough. Yeah. Okay, so Flit, the little bird who, like, flies around and is constantly maintaining the systems. Maybe Flit, like, is multiple birds and they have a collective consciousness. I like that, because you know what? I was also thinking about, like, it would be cool to have uh, the equivalent of, like, some doozers or dozers. What were they? Doozers. The doozers, yeah. Um, it would be cool to have something, like, super minimal puppet, like, just a little inchworm kind of, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, just super small cute things and like if there were just a couple of little birds and yeah no we would have while. to have multiples if this is the thing maintaining the life support i want more than one sparrow maintaining the life support of the ship i the want flits. at least three sparrows the flits the, the flits. fleet of flits yes the fleet of flits flits and they are yellow 
Yeah. Brown? Yellow sounds good. Yellow, okay. Yeah, how about how about different hues of yellowish brown? Yes. The gold. Yeah. They're gold. Yeah, well, any gold will just sort of look like semi, like, C-3PO robotic, right? So that Love works. it. Love it. Oh, God. Okay. And, the, and a name. Now a name. We need a name for the show. <sighs> this is actually really good. You know... Um, I need it to be like, I don't need it to scream space. I just need it to be, I need it to be the most. We want something that grabs their attention and makes them sit down and watch it. But at the same time, something that says to parents, hey, parents, good life lessons, ahoy. And all of the cliches that follow typical sci-fi, like star, space, trek, quest like all that doesn't seem to fit this quite right i want it to be like voyage uh embark uh journey journey we can't call it journey that's a band the it's like the the crew the kooky crew out in space doing their thing Learning about Well, I want it to be like, like a friendship kind of name. The friendship. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not calling it that because that's dumb. Um, mm. Pal. PayPal. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So here's, here's Voyage a question. Pals? Here's a question. These guys, are they like... Star Trek style, is there a federation that sent them out to do this, or is them just this just a bunch of guys having an adventure together for the sake of having an I, adventure? I I legitimately think that this is like a story of the story of the day. Like you you don't go deep enough to have there be like a federation and stuff. Not that that can't exist, but I don't think that's what this show is. But I mean my thing is, are they coming in with some sort of feeling of authority like this is our mission to come in here and enforce friendship in this solar system or is it more like hey we wandered in here and oh there's a plot and if we don't like it we can just wander away like it makes a difference if they're on a mission or not mission pals sounds like a it's that sounds like a vacation bible bible school thing um but, but yeah, I'm pretty much looking for a vacation Bible school name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need to put like vacation trip journey odyssey into the name. We also need to put the idea of friendship. We need to put the idea that these guys are like their friends, friend the friendly friendship voyage team team voyage team 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 trip. odyssey odyssey team voyage journey vacation fun trip. House love, love the love boat, <laughs> the love the love spaceship, the love love, love trip, love, love trip, trip. You're I'm tripping. Empathy I'm, trip. Um, altruism, the basic man's <laughs> non-inhumanity to man. Fucking be good. The good do good. The do-gooders, the good guys who do the good. good 
awesome yeah or it might also be like the 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 awesome yeah yeah the good awesome, cool the ss awesome and it's never ending voyage to uh, never ending god no i want to get <laughs> home uh <laughs> They are only ever always <laughs> lost in space. Fuck. Uh, aren't they lost? They're not lost. Good. Okay. They're just don't they talk about for it. A second. They're don't 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 worry about it. They don't got to go anywhere. They just go everywhere. Okay. Well. Okay. I think that they still explore. Like that's still a curiosity thing. Will be the instigator for every. Okay. Like episode. go blast go. off explore explore. Get- even friendship have like a, explore friendship it could, do we have like a science angle to this at all like is it like like a well i mean i do i do want to like have things where they encounter someone new and they're like hey what's this planet all about and they're like oh we're all sad on this planet and it's like oh well like we're gonna have well, a party and but let's then they, play a song yeah, but then like the the empathy guy is like, no. Sometimes it's okay to feel sad, and the leader's like, hey, respect their boundaries. We don't want to force a party <laughs> on them. And then we learn let's the lesson. Ju- let's just leave. This planet is sad. Let's just leave. <laughs> let's just leave. This planet is a bummer. This is planet bummer. Fuck this planet. <laughs> it's a good time. Good go. Three, two, the- one, go. Three, two, the one, good, friendship. Three, two, one, team. Team. Good team, go. Good team, go. Oh, I think that's it. Good team, go. Good team, go. Good team, go. Good ladies team, and go. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, uh, f- for real though. For real for though. Re- for real though. I need some fan art. We haven't had any fan art yet, and this is your call to action. For the artists, love of God, draw artists this. listening out there. This is no longer just ours. This is now all of ours, as in sort of partially yours too. The fan art needs to sort of make a fanon for please, this. Please, please, I need to know what this looks like. I I want I want three years from now this to just pick up more and more speed until we like make it <laughs> like a show. But like it needs to become more fanon, so that we can we can we can reach do a consensus. our work for us. Establish a fanon that we can make canon, and then we'll hire you. And then we'll hire you to our animation studio that we have. We totally do. Yep, got a budget for that. Absolutely. This has been one of the most successful episodes of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. If I do say so myself. Good team, go. Good team, go. Um, quick little thing about the show. Uh, we have a Twitter, we have Facebook, we have an Instagram that I'm updating officially. Yep. Um, please feel, feel free to do the share thing. Tell a friend, uh, we do, do, yeah, do whatever. And, but most importantly, call to action on this episode. Art, please. Fan art. Like forget the other stuff. Just do the fan art for the love of God sketches whatever we'll Please. we'll take it oh and yeah best place for that fan art tweet twitter is good but Twitter's also best. if you want to email me about it uh h-i-g-a-i show at gmail.com is also good facebook is good squarespace is good hit us up on squarespace got that one in there good. gotta All get right. it in there gotta shoehorn it in. well good team go is brought to you by squarespace oh my god squarespace is the one sending them out on their missions 
Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. Let me just say, uh, speaking of missions, uh, hey, Mason, it's your turn to send us on our next mission. Oh, you want me to yeah. send us out on a mission? Do that thing. Well, you know what? We've been we've been doing a lot about talking uh, about feelings this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to know how I'm feeling? I do. I do want to know how you're feeling. Very superstitious. Hmm. Mm, that's how I'm feeling. And I think we need to do something a lot simpler than this episode because this was like... This was like pulling teeth. I mean, we got there in the end, but I mean, my God. So I just want to be like, okay, don't break mirrors, don't walk under ladders, and don't do this. And I think we can just like nail down an urban legend type superstition. We'll just, we'll do that in the first 10 minutes. And then for the rest of the (laughs) podcast, we can talk bullshit about Teletubbies. Yeah. All right. Superstition is (laughs) the next episode. And... Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Yep. Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night. Good night. Yep. 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 Like that? Yep. <laughs>